0: everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Crater, and we are talking about perseverance. One of the things that is interesting about perseverance is there's a lot of different there's a lot of different words to describe it. You know, Linda, you, you talk about stick-to-itiveness and grit and determination. And, you know, one of the things that I found really funny is I looked up like how to persevere in any situation. And there was these tips on there that actually some of them made me laugh out loud because one of them was stay in the moment. And I, thought to myself, like, well, of course, I'm in the moment, you know, when you're persevering, you're trying. But what I realized was that meant no time travel, meaning don't travel too far into the future, which is filled with what ifs. And don't travel in the back, which is, you know, back in life or back in time as though, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda thoughts. And neither one of those time travel thoughts serve us. They don't.
1: And there is a reason, as they say in the card, that the rear view mirror is small and the windshield is large. And it's so that we keep focused on where we're going. And I think that one of the neat things about getting older is that you learn, okay, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, but you go forward with new information. You go forward with new experiences. You go forward not making the same mistakes. I, I am an expert at making new ones, but I try not to make the same mistakes again, and that's what learning gives us so persevering just I don't think either one of us have any quit in us.
0: No. No, in fact, when somebody tells me you can't do it, that seems to kickstart, you know, my supercharged engine that's going to try even harder. But one of the things that I think is really important when you're persevering in something and, you know, obviously, if if it comes to fruition, you don't need to persevere. You persevere because there's challenges, there's difficulties. I think it's good to step back and reevaluate, you know, kind of your goal and what you're searching for. Because, you know, a goal or, or um, an objective has like purpose and it has needs and it has abilities. And there have been times in my life, you know, like, like a couple of years ago, I was writing this book in a new genre. And I got to the point where I'm like, well, I could just push through and finish it, which I did. And I wrote crap. But one of the things <laughs> that I wish I had done was stop and reevaluate both purpose and abilities and needs because the purpose I knew what my purpose was. I knew what I needed to do, but I was missing that key component of ability. And I should have paused in the contract and said, you know what? I need a couple weeks to research, you know, plot story structure, dialogue, whatever it you know needed to be in that book where I was deficient instead of pushing through, because sometimes you know that supercharge that you push through and keep pushing through till you succeed. I did succeed and I did finish the book. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. So what did I learn? I learned that sometimes when I'm persevering, I need to pause, reevaluate my purpose, needs, and abilities and recognize i'm missing an ability and if i can't buy it hire it i have to acquire it and those things are really important in part of your persevering because pausing slowing down regrouping advancing in another direction doesn't mean quitting
1: no and and sometimes persevering to to get to a finish line but not being able to give it your best is a disappointment to us personally. And so I would rather reevaluate, as you say, you know, step back a minute to go slowly, to go further in a, in a good way, because uh, you and I are both um, really hard on ourselves in terms of making sure we do the very best we can do. Well, if our best isn't that great at that moment, Taking a little bit of a break, which we're not talking months and months, we're talking maybe a couple days or a week to regroup, or as you said, to re-research certain things. I I think going slowly sometimes is is a better way to do it. You know when you're not doing your best work, we all do. We all know when we're just putting words to paper uh, or it feels laborious, or you're having dreams about it at night or not waking up and wanting to go do it again that's where perseverance means you'll keep going but keep going at a pace that gives it your best shot because i mean you can go buy green bananas so you know that you have hope but i i think that we need to also do our best because you push through but i can hear it in your voice you weren't as happy with it as you could have
0: been. Right. Right. And that's where, like, I think of our joint friend, Trish Wilkinson of the brain stages. She talks about slowing down to speed up. Yes. Like if I had slowed down in that process and acquired the knowledge I needed, I could have sped up through the finishing the book faster. Cause I wouldn't have so many plot problems. I wouldn't have written myself into a corner and had to do so many rewrites. Like if I had slowed down for a moment before, continuing, acquiring what I needed so that I could speed through to the finish line, I would have created a much better project. There is a point, though,
1: that can be made about perseverance and that there's a lot of studies that show people who have the same amount of talent and the same amount of uh, gifts, if you will, the person who succeeds is the one with the grit grit actually matters more. So if you put college students in a room and they have the same ability, same SAT scores, same et cetera, et cetera, background, gifts, et cetera, the one who's going to do the best is the one who keeps going. Not when you face things that tell you to stop, because there are good reasons to stop sometimes and redirect your energy. But grit matters.
0: Hey, Linda, I'm just gonna jump in here for a second because as we gear up for fall, we need to find the right people on our teams to help small businesses fire on all cylinders. Now, both Linda and I are owners of small businesses, and we have used LinkedIn Jobs and we found it so much easier to find the people we want to talk to faster and for free. So when we're looking for salespeople, we're looking for managers, we're looking for people who are social media experts, we turn to LinkedIn Jobs to get candidates. And here's how it works. You create a free job post in just a few minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. That's like a country. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So here's what I want you to do. LinkedIn Jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash coach talk. That's linkedin.com slash coach talk to post your job for free. Now terms and conditions apply. You want to check that out, but go to linkedin.com slash coach talk. That's linkedin.com slash coach talk to post your job here for free. So we are talking today about determination, about perseverance and about grit. And I know Linda, you have a lot to share about grit.
1: Grit and perseverance and and carrying on are all really important aspects to succeeding. Mm -hmm. But then we also have to take a look at what is succeeding. Well, that has your definition changed because you may have a different goal in mind, and now you can redirect to that new success goal.
0: Well, and you know that was one of the things about you know like in the tips for persevering. You know, it's clarify your goal. And when I looked at my goal, I'm like. I actually had two goals in mind. I had the contractual finish goal, then I had my own personal goal, which is to turn in the absolute best of my ability work. And so these were kind of competing goals because when I turned in the project, they thought it was great. They're like, we can work with this. This is great and whatever. But on a personal level, of course, I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say I could have done better. Like had I done X, Y, and Z, you know, I would have done better. And, you know, for my next project, because sometimes you can win and learn. Like I love the thing you said about, you know, like win or lose is not in my vocabulary, win and learn is. You can win and you can learn. And, you know, at the end of the day, grit was what made me cross the finish line with that completed project even though it wasn't my best work because I knew it wasn't my best work I wanted to quit I couldn't push the contract deadline I mean there was just there was nowhere for me to go but over the finish line and I think when you talk about that grit that grit was what made me finish going I have a contract to fulfill. Well and you made a promise you I made, made a promise.
1: contractual promise, you had a personal promise, and your character won't allow you to not fulfill a commitment. And I think that that's so rare these days. I think there's a lot of people who waffle on their character, and they're not people you and I are generally around, because we like to surround ourselves with people with the same value set, and commitments and obligations are very important to all of us, so... I think that the perseverance that you're describing, especially in writing a book and getting it done, you met your commitment. You did your best,
0: but you also learn for the next time. Right. And I will tell you, the first thing I did when I hit the send button and, and you know gave my work over to the company who bought it from me, the first thing I did was sign up for three new courses going, I know now some of the things I don't know. And I need to get on this before they come back with my next contract, which I'm glad, you know, that I did. But that was about me. You know, the fact that I turned something in that was good enough for somebody else, that's where perseverance comes. I'm still persevering as a result of that old manuscript.
1: But you will always want to learn more and to do more. And there are benefits to failure. And I don't call what you did a failure. So don't read that that way. But you learned. And you learned that you wanted to do things differently. So you redirect and you will do something different in your next contract and book. And first of all, it's impressive as hell that you've written all these books <laughs> and, and done all this work. But I, I, I love Franklin Roosevelt. He has a quote. When you come to the end of your rope, tie a knot. And hang on. Right.
0: Right. I mean, that's where the good stuff is. You know, and right. the, the few things I've quit in my life, I don't look at them as quitting. I looked at them as a career change or right. a lifestyle change. Like, you know, just because you stop doing something, and I think this is about the kind of the perseverance part of caring for your mind. Because your mind can play tricks on you. If we take it linear, if I had quit the project, I would have quit, right? But if I had said, I am not qualified to write this project, I need to resign, that's not quitting. Finishing it and not doing my best is not quitting on me. Like, like you know, word choice is really a big deal with some of these things and how we emotionally relate to persevering. You know, I had to come to Jesus with looking at my contract going, okay, it's due. I've got this word count. I've got these problems. It's crunch time. What do I fix to deliver? Worst case scenario is they're going to reject it or terminate me from the project, but I'm going to die trying. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's the perseverance in there. And that perseverance came from, did I commit to this or not? And And yet I'll go in a slightly different direction.
1: We're both serial entrepreneurs. We have tried many, many things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the premise that you started on working toward is simply so uphill. There are so many hurdles. There are so many mountains. You're really not going to get around the mountain. You're not going to get over the mountain. You're not even going to be able to crawl on your knees up the mountain. And realization that, Maybe this goal isn't a worthy goal because you can't monetize it, or it doesn't have an audience, or it doesn't have what you thought it had. That's an intentional decision to say, you know, I'm not quitting. I'm going to redirect my efforts in this direction because I know it will work. And I've had to do that multiple times sure. because just because you have a great idea doesn't mean the timing is right. Doesn't mean that the funding is there. Doesn't mean the monetization is there. Uh, the value may always be there, but it, it there are a lot of things that have to come together in a business to make it work. So quitting is very different than redirecting your energies and so that's perseverance too that's right is recognizing that it's not helpful to keep going
0: right and if you talk to most entrepreneurs and small business owners even the the large companies there's always a string of i'll call them failed businesses but they're not really failed because i learned in them i had three or four before i got on to my current one and i'm learned on those. I made mistakes on those other ones. I created things that weren't viable for long-term. Sometimes the industry changed. One of my little companies tanked because the real estate market tanked. Like, right. you know, it, when interest rates rise, you know, some some businesses are really, uh, publishing industry, very heavily tied to the banking industry. Interest rates, you know, we look at COVID with China. We used to print most of our books in China. Now they're either not getting printed or they're sitting in cargo or you know publishers are having to move to local printers in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, you know things like that. We have to adjust. And so your business plan may or may not be viable. It doesn't mean if you change your 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 goal based on, you know, you don't have the need anymore. You know, look at how many products have gone obsolete, the people who made rotary phones. You know, well, look what a phone. smartphone has
1: taken away. Right. A camera, a right. phone, a, um, a data source. I mean, it, it's taken like 10 different functions away and
0: put it into one Copier, small thing. machine, you know, yes. I 10, 12 products. A
1: scanner, yeah. right. I mean, it honestly is very, very interesting as things change. And sometimes technology changes faster than we can keep up with our idea that was terrific six right. months ago. And, and technology is a high risk area to go into. So I, I've i always appreciated service industries mm-hmm. more than product industries, only because I can adapt to those. And I, I also have a strong belief that customer service is going by the wayside. So if you can provide customer service and support to people, you will always be able to find a way to help them.
0: Right, right. Well, that's why, you know, I think of the radio network that we're part of the- Right. radio out of Texas. The reason I choose them above all else, I can pick up the phone and I can call someone when I have a problem. Because there's nothing worse than putting in a trouble ticket somewhere. And then you're just, are you gonna get back to me today? Is it gonna be tomorrow? Did you get it? then you send it again. And they're like, you know, you get a new case number and I'm like, Oh God, now are the case numbers going to be mixed up? Like, you know, and what am I calling on? I have two case numbers. I mean, so I think one of those things that when we look at viable plans, we do need to have regular visits. Like I'll share what I do Linda with my businesses and I have for 10 years, maybe 15 years now, once a quarter, I take myself out to lunch with just my planner and a piece of paper and i go through my old planner notes i look at meetings that were canceled problems that i had you know when you log stuff in a planner whether it's on your phone or for me i use a paper planner there's a lot of information in there so that i can course correct so Mm -hmm. i look at my old schedule what needed to be redone you know then i i whiz through my company credit card online and I look at my expenses and I go, okay, am I maintaining something? Am I repairing something? You know, three, four car repairs on my old van. Guess what? Probably time to get a new van because you you can't keep all this in your head. And you can look at your data of your own company, not only in your checkbook, in your bank account, in your credit card statements, but also your planner. And I sit down and I make what I think are good decisions, I also Mm -hmm. bring my sales numbers, you know, what, what are my sales numbers in these areas? And I, I, I do it myself. I buy myself lunch. I make sure I go to the same place. The lady knows what I'm doing. She knows I'm going to give her a great tip. I sit there for a couple (laughs) hours and I shut my phone off in respect to receiving any input. Well, I think there's benefit
1: from analysis because too many people don't take a look at at what things are, and especially periodically. Quarterly is fantastic. I also think there's a benefit to failure. When we fail, we then have to revise and transform and and transition and, and make adjustments. And I think one of the signs of somebody with perseverance is that they can make adjustments and they don't crash and fall down and never get up again. They don't fall into a fetal position. You
0: you for long. I'm gonna say for long. For long. long, We all have been there. Yeah. Um,
1: but we also know that we're not we're not going to let something get us. Right. And if we if it gets us for a little while, okay, fine. You need to give in to that, you need to feed it, feed the beast, and then starve the beast and walk away from it. So I, I think we've all learned ways of coping. I, I do believe that the pandemic caused major thinking shifts yes. and major priority shifts. And so I, I think those who learned from the experience as opposed to um, just kind of going through the motions, because I know people who did just go through the motions, you sit on the couch or mourn what was lost, um, And there's a lot of that for everybody. Mm -hmm. But if you kept on going and thinking, because it did give you an opportunity to think, you finally could not have an excuse for not thinking because you had time. At least for certain periods of time, there was definitely breaks put on for many things. And I, I tend to think a lot of opportunity came out of that. Absolutely. And I think that's a positive thing. So call it failure, call it, uh, crises, call it you know, world events. You know, the world is a lot bigger than you and I, and I, and lots is going to happen that we cannot control. And I, for one, don't want to be in control. I'm not in control, and I'm okay with that. In fact, I I'm really happy to hand that off. Somebody much bigger than me is in control, but I can take a look at what's on my plate. Right. And I can decide what on my plate is good, what is not healthy, and, and what is healthy. And where do I want to put my priorities? And your So energy. perseverance is about making and changing priorities as you need to.
0: Right. And I think it's also about caring for your, you know, what you talked about was also about caring for your mind, your body, your emotions, your spirit. Right. You know, all these things, you know, we make bad decisions when we're hangry. We all know that. We've heard that a million times. But when you're analyzing your business and trying to persevere in something that's difficult, you got to do that like head check heart check gut check like what's right. going on in my thoughts like am i spinning am i you know going down a negative spiral maybe i need to work out maybe i need to eat maybe i need to sleep you know maybe i need to take something to help me sleep get a good night's sleep like when i was building my business i relied and not that i want anybody to do this on theraflu because this theraflu <laughs> Well, the antihistamine would put you to sleep.
1: That's right. The antihistamine
0: put me to sleep, but whatever was in it, maybe the process of drinking the hot liquid calm me down i also usually had a headache at that time so i think there's a set of minifin in there but it would put me in a place where i could relax and go to sleep and you know did i use it every night no but i when i was building my business back from my divorce because you talk about you know sometimes you just lose something it's taken away from you it's not always a process of you made a mistake there's things that happen that are way beyond your control most things are beyond your control correct and so You know, when you have that, doing whatever you need, take a hot bath, go for a run, do it all, eat a pizza and then go to sleep for a day. It's amazing how your creative spirit is revitalized because in persevering, persevering is draining. Your body's tired. Your mind is tired. Your emotions are shut. So what do you do? You got to do a reset. We well, and you it. and I
1: both go back to nature. We take walks. Right. We, 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 as you mentioned, your lunch. You're right by the ocean when you do that. Those and for so, my it, exactly. So I, I think that water and nature and gardens and beauty, all of it takes your mind away from your own stuff. And I think sometimes we can get caught up. And I try very hard not to as I've become much wiser at thinking bigger and more umbrella and calmer and all right, what is driving me? Because the two emotions that drive behavior are fear and love. And there's been a heck of a lot of fear in the last five years. Um, but the love side you have to nurture that, you have to bring it out. And I think you and I both know the importance of that and the importance of people and and those that we care about and support and love, and in some cases lost. And so it's a matter of uh, putting those priorities and persevering in the values that make us spark joy And I I think that when I'm exhausted, it's not because of a lack of sleep, because I'm really good at making sure I get enough sleep, but it's because there maybe isn't enough laughter. There isn't enough joy. And I think those are things that are very important too, to feed the perseverance engine
0: do you feel that way oh absolutely you know and it's funny you say that because you know when when i do disappear and you'll see up on my social media i'll have my office at the ocean and i purposely get in the car i drive an hour and a half to this spot where i can have lunch i can buy my table for a couple hours i can think and relax I also need sometimes a digital detox, but I also need a people detox. Yes, you you work with people all day long like you and I do. And, you know, I have kids, I've got my dad living with me. I've got caregivers in and out of the house. You know, I need a digital detox, but I also need a people detox. And, you know, you talked about being in nature when you go somewhere and just sit and it's pretty and it's peaceful like that for me is the ocean. I could be in the mountains. I could be on a lake. I don't care where it is. Everybody can go take a bus somewhere and just sit somewhere where it's peaceful. Even if you're in the middle of New York City, when I'm working there. Go I into go the in, garden. Yeah, I go into go to Central Park. And gardens I mean, and I just I there. really think that we miss things if we miss
1: the beauty in life that is there. And if you and I also I'm going to have to bring this around, I think gratitude and thankfulness is so important to being able to carry on. If your soul is just drained, then fill it with gratitude because things can always be worse. Sure. I have a friend who, when you say, I've, I've got this problem, like, well, it could always be worse. Oh yeah, uh, well. well, yeah. Thanks sure. a lot. That's super helpful. I, I actually have said to him, it's not helpful when you tell me <laughs> things could be worse because I'm very aware of that. So if we could move off of that, that would be great. Um, But I really, you know, you're
0: on to something with even the reframing, you know, because I work even with the salespeople in my company, you know, one of the gals that works for me, who's lovely. She had a goal of hitting 150,000 GCI gross commission for this year. She had 143. And she said to me, I'm so mad. I was $7,000 away from my goal last year. Now this is during COVID. Like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's reframe this. I'm like, (laughs) you made $143,000 last year during a pandemic, when most everything was closed. And she sat back in her chair because she was at that that restaurant that I like to go to on the ocean. And she goes, you know, you're right. She's like, I had set my goal. And it was like an all or nothing goal. You know, if she had gotten one hundred and forty nine thousand dollars nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and she was one penny short, would she still be this frustrated? You know, the yes. If,
1: if that was her black if and that white was gold. her.
0: So, but looking if, at, go ahead. What did she make the year before? Probably less than that. About like seventy five. Like she doubled. Right. Her
1: so income. she doubled her income during a really, really bad time. Uh, sometimes we have to have perspective and you gave her that perspective, but boy, did she persevere to get there. Right.
0: Fantastic work. Right. But using that perspective, you talked about perspective is a big part of perseverance because, you know, I didn't turn in my best work, you know, to kind of wrap up today's episode. I didn't turn in my best work, but I finished my contract and it was good enough. And I think perfection is a big part of getting us, you know, behind the scenes. Ruining our perseverance and making it difficult. And what's funny is, coming up in the next couple episodes, you and I are going to be doing a show on perfection. So, if you're listening to today's show, I'm Sandra Beck. I'm here with Linda Crater, Durable People. And go ahead and look wherever podcasts are offered. You'll find shows on perfection and perseverance, plus many others that we've done together because I really enjoy our time together. Sorry to cut us short. We'll be back again soon with another great episode. Thank you for listening. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach Talk Radio.